It's Monday, July 10th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today. Our audio setup is a little bit different than it normally is. I'm doing this uh, away from the studio, but hopefully you still enjoy the content and still enjoy the conversations we're going to have out of the Sermon on the Mount this week. So let's go ahead and turn our attention back to Matthew chapter 5, where Jesus preaches the Sermon on the Mount. We're looking at just two verses today. Uh, We are looking at Matthew 35, 31, and 32 And we're looking at Jesus' teachings on divorce. So let's dive in and let's wrestle together a little bit with a difficult subject, but hopefully come away understanding uh, why Jesus says the things he says about divorce. Let's dive in together. Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 31. It has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, makes her the victim of adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Now, this seems initially very harsh. And Jesus' teachings on adultery um, and, and on divorce actually do bother even his own disciples. There comes a point where he's talking about, in a longer context, in Matthew 19, he talks about, again, sexual immorality being the only way the divorce is allowable, and uh, that you can't just write a certificate of divorce and send a woman away. And the disciples basically say, listen, if that's the case, if if we are actually bound for life in marriage, then we're going to go ahead and just never get married. That's what they say. It's better to not get married than to be married for life, is what his own disciples tell him. Jesus has a very high view of marriage. And he says here in this passage that the only time that divorce is allowable is for an occasion of adultery. We also know from Paul's teaching in 1 Corinthians 7 that abandonment and abuse are also grounds for divorce in the kingdom. But that's it. You know, there is no, we fell out of love with one another. There is no, I'm just not feeling it anymore, or our lives are taking us in different directions. No. No, none of that is okay in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, we get married and we stay married for life. Why? It's because our marriages are not just about us. They have cosmic meaning and evangelical mission built right into them. You see, they are a display of of God's faithfulness to his people, of Christ's love for his church. When Paul teaches us about marriage in Ephesians chapter 5, he says that our marriages are like living parables of Christ's love for his church and of the church of the church's faithfulness to Christ. And this, this picture is one that, that culminates on that final day when Jesus and his people are brought back together in, in eternity. It has cosmic significance, and it proclaims the good news of the gospel, that Jesus loved his people so much that he came and laid his life down for her, and now the church lives faithfully for him. Evangelical mission, cosmic significance, our marriages matter. And so Jesus is very clear. We should not hold marriage lightly in the church. And there's a couple different ways we do this. One, we we hold marriage lightly when we don't pursue the joy of marriage between married couples, when we don't nurture our marriages, when we allow uh, even good things like our children 
to take too much time away from our ability to care for one another and love one another in marriage. I mean, when's the last time you went on a date night? When's the last time you got away, just the two of you, for an overnight or two? When is the last time you prioritize your marriage over anything else? These are questions we should be thinking about. These are, these are diagnostic questions for us to say, hey, am I putting into this marriage what I need to put in so that we wouldn't even think about divorce? But second, the other way that we kind of cheapen marriage is we, we just assume everybody has to get married. Even though Paul would say that being single is, is a profound gift and useful for the kingdom, even though Jesus himself never got married. So there is no way, no way that we should say everybody has to get married, but that can be kind of the language that is caught, if not taught, caught within evangelical churches. And this cheapens marriage. It also cheapens singleness. You see, what Jesus is doing here is he is holding up marriage in a high place that it might be honored, but that it also might be fruitful. That it might do the work of being, of being evangelically on mission, cosmically significant. And when we get married when we shouldn't be getting married, it's very hard to have a marriage that would honor the Lord. It's not impossible, but it's difficult. And so... Jesus' high view of marriage should lead to our high view of marriage. And so I have a couple questions. First, if you are married and listening to this, how high do you hold marriage in your own heart? Have you allowed the pain and difficulty of life together to drown out the evangelical mission and cosmic significance of your marriage? And second question have you cheapened marriage by too quickly entering in or encouraging others to too quickly enter in? Brothers and sisters, we need to really think through the beauty of marriage, the purpose of marriage, and have it lifted high the way Jesus does. The reality is marriage can be hard. Marriage can be so hard that we need help. And so I just want to put this little plug out there. If you're listening and going, yeah, that sounds great, but my marriage is really hard. Well, first, understand that you're not alone in that. And second, get some help. We can help you here at the church. We'd be happy, any of us, to sit down and have a conversation with you, do some marriage counseling with you. We also, we also would be very happy to refer you to somebody if you want somebody who's maybe uh, not a pastor, but a full-blown counselor. But get some help. Enjoy your marriage. Live into your marriage. Even as marriage gets difficult, there are opportunities to hold it high in our hearts that we might glorify God together. Let's pray for the marriages in our church right now. Father, we do. We pray for everyone in our church who is married. We pray that you would protect them. We pray that you would uh, allow the marriages to glorify you by, by being marriages of love and and, and deep mutuality where each person is respected and valued and cared for? Would our marriages proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ? Would we understand the weight of our marriages, the cosmic significance of them? And would we allow them to proclaim the love, Jesus, that you have for the church, that you would lay your life down for us and help us, Lord, as your church to live faithfully for you. We love you, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being with me today. I'll see you again tomorrow right back here 
at Goodwill Talk Daily.